It's another episode of the Midweek Heat brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. It's your man, Eddie Allen, my man, Mr. J. Lou. What's happening, Mr. J. Lou? What's going on, Ed? Another week. Uh, great round of Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, I think we had some great games, some upsets. Um, <laughs> i tell you this, uh, both of us were terrible on picks. Boy, were we? Oh, my God. Hey, you had, we- had to bring that up, man. You had to bring that up. <laughs> I mean, we were terrible on them. But, man, I mean, that's, what can you expect? Playoff football. Uh, I mean, it's even going to be better this weekend, division around weekend. That's exactly right, man. Like you said, what a way to start off. The playoffs, the Super Wild Card Weekend, first time ever saying that uh, for the NFL. Six games that, uh, you know, you didn't even really have a blowout, if you really look at it, except for, I guess you can call the Steelers a blowout because they, yeah. they got beat up quick. <laughs> that game wasn't even yeah. that close. <laughs> but, you know, uh, great matchups on both sides, uh, uh, and, and they were close, like you said. But, like we've been saying, man, for the last few weeks, Running the football and playing good defense wins the game for you. You saw that this past week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So teams that was able to run the ball, control the game over the weekend. Uh, and you saw a lot of teams uh, that won for the most part. Uh, they do- they dominated in the trenches. Uh, most, most of your winning teams, they, they controlled the line of scrimmage. Um, and and that, that sometimes that, that, that's a recipe for winning football. So um, and I think I, I think I'm glad to see as well, man, you saw those teams that had good quarterback play um, really came out on the other side as well. Quarterbacks, I mean, having a good quarterback is, is essential. Um, and you really saw some of the quarterbacks start to separate themselves this past weekend. That's exactly right, man. And uh, like you said, it was a good weekend of football. Uh, we talked about how the, the Browns beat the brakes off the Steelers without their head coach, <laughs> which is pretty impressive. Uh, and you call it an upset, if you will. Some people thought the Browns could go in there and win. And then, of course, a lot of them were betting for the Steelers because, uh, you know, they were playing without St- St- Stefanski, right? And so mm-hmm. that was a, a feat in itself. The Rams go on the road and they knock off the Seahawks. Uh, you know, I wasn't sure what that was mm-hmm. right. Wasn't that's sure upset. what was gonna happen, right? Because you had yeah. Walford playing quarterback, starting the game, and uh, you knew they were gonna be without golf. And uh, <laughs> look what happened. Golf has to come in and play. And he, although he wasn't great, he was he managed the game pretty good. He, for him. he managed the game, and um, kudos to the Rams and their coaching staff, Sean McVay. Uh, Cam Akers looked good. He looked healthy, mm-hmm. um, and they ran the ball, and he put. He didn't allow um, golf to put them in situations that would make them, you know, in situations that would beat them. Exactly. And, uh, you know, you have to give credit to to the Rams coaching staff. And, again, that defense is a cha- championship caliber defense. And you saw it as they gave uh, Russell Wilson all kind of fits uh, uh, in that football game. And we'll look at more of that here in just a minute. But, you know, if we're looking at the 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 road team this weekend, it was four and two. So that's pretty good starting off going to the playoffs and uh 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 going on the road winning in tough environments again some some no, fan right the fans make a difference right <laughs> yeah it, i mean you you saw it hold true kind of has been the whole season during this COVID outbreak that home field advantage really don't matter um and you know if we if we're gonna be honest we were we wasn't far off uh both both home teams that lost was a, a one possession game if i'm not mistaken yeah yep. uh, within one score so i mean it was Home field is this is the time where I don't know if home field really going to matter. Um, now, it could be a difference um, this weekend just because we start talking about weather and all. But mm-hmm. uh, with no with no no real distractions, um, no nobody to really jump you off sides. And, and you don't have the home team 
feeding off that energy. I think the energy was high from all teams at the beginning of the game because it's playoff times, and a lot of your teams that lost a lot of their home teams didn't have that home crowd to help them feed uh, feed off that. Exactly right, and so uh, and so as you mentioned, let's look at our our picks mode of weekend. You know, we way off, but you know, some things changed. We didn't know golf yes. was gonna come in the game and have to play mop up duty, if you will. Right. Uh, we didn't know what what we're gonna get out of the Saints uh, and, and that offense and what was gonna go on there. Uh, we we thought the the uh, uh, Washington football team would be playing better defense. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in that game, and so and who and who who would have thought the Browns would have put up twenty eight points in the first quarter on the Steelers? On the Steelers, and so, all teams. <laughs> it just goes to show you, man, those games it can go in any kind of way. But uh, but you had a better record. You were two and four after after your picks, and I was one and five. That one game being the Bills, I, you know, we both got that right. Uh, I was uh, I was a point off on that score. You were. I was gonna. I was gonna give you your, your credit. Your credit. Yeah. Uh, you know. You, you said uh, uh, twenty seven twenty three, and it was twenty seven twenty four. So I mean, very yes. good. Very good pick. Uh, we both missed on the Steelers, and of course, you you picked the Ravens to beat the Titans, which it was a shocker. But you know, <laughs> you know, and I must admit, deep down inside, I I knew they would probably beat the Titans, but. You know, I thought that you know. Well, I'm be honest. Could go. <laughs> you you only were off on one of your predictions last week. You said if the Titans' defense came out and played well, you thought they defense would play well that they would win. Neither one of us thought the offense was going to lay an egg, That's and exactly. that 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 was the wild card for for that Titans game. Right, and so right. <laughs> if you'd have told me the defense would have held the Ravens to twenty points, I'd oh, be like, that's "Man, a win. That's, that's a win. win. That's we're gonna win. put up thirty, right? Because yes. the Titans gonna yes. put up 30. But yes. you know, anyway, uh, and, and we move on. So the divisional round is up this weekend coming up, man. Some very, very good matchups, and we'll start in the NFC. Uh, and I like this matchup out the out the gate, man, because you have. Uh, arguably the best receiver in the NFL, arguably. Oh, yeah. Oh, against yes. the, I'm going to say, hands down, the best DB. Oh, you Jaylen must be Ramsey. talking about the island they call That's Ramsey. Right, the <laughs> island. So you got the Packers versus the Rams. The Rams happen to go to uh, to Lambeau. And I, and I know we're going to have a weather report. We'll talk about that in a minute. But the number one scoring offense against the number one scoring defense, man, what a matchup that's going to be. So, I mean, it, it, you – you good to see with the rent with the, the the Packers put together um, as far as their game plan coming out off a of bye week. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, now I haven't heard any reports today. Is Thursday as we're recording this, so uh, most teams uh, injury reports have come out, and you haven't heard anything about that C word, um, right. which is good. Right. I mean, this time of the year, you haven't. I think heard I saw they had maybe one one issue. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh-huh. other than that, it ain't, it ain't been nothing major from a COVID standpoint. So right. uh, for the most part, you're healthy. Um, on paper, man, and again, it, it's it's similar to the last week, but a little different. Um, on paper, the Packers should definitely run away with this one. And I and, and the reason I say that, the, the health of of the Rams, man, they got beat up um, this they, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aaron Donald. I know they said he's gonna play, and everybody you know sucks it up when when it's this time of the year. But you wonder if those injuries start to keep up, uh, start to catch up with them. Uh, one thing that you have to see that the, the the Rams are going to have to play ball control. Um, if you can keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline um, and don't let him and Devonta uh, again, the wild card for the for the Packers would be they got to run the ball. <laughs> That's because right. Because as as we saw this past Sunday, Jalen Ramsey he's gonna talk a lot and he backs it up and he Every he time. made the Seahawks offense look pedestrian because he took away their number one weapon. So. How do you counter that if you're the Packers? 
Right. And, and you know, to, to just to go further on your point with the Seahawks, man, he had DK frustrated. frustrated. I, mean, I mean, he was mad because <laughs> he could not get the ball. They couldn't get over. Yes. So what you saw they had to do, which I think the Packers are going to do the same thing with Devontae Adams. They got to put him in the slot. They got to move him around, put him in motion, uh, and, you know, give him different looks. Because so, sometimes, you know, the Rams go zone and, and, and Rams is not on Metcalf. You know, he's in the right. slot somewhere. And so if they if they plan to get him open a lot and use him in different ways, they, they probably need to do that to to uh, 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 to get him open more often than not. Because if not, you know, <laughs> and I'm not saying he's going to lock him down because Devontae Adams, he's probably got some of the best footwork uh, does, in the man. league my, as far as receiving. Man, man. And he, I mean, you think about, you think to that week 16 game that Sunday night against the Titans in the snow, oh uh, which, spoiler alert, the game Saturday, <laughs> right. there's a 40% chance of snow <laughs> at 35 degrees. So. 35 degrees, <laughs> 25 so foot low. That, that might be the X factor. Um, and, and I don't mean that just in the weather. I mean, because again, you saw it in the, the Green Bay game against the Titans a few weeks back. The, the, Green Bay that was not bothered by the footing when it came no. to no. Um, and you saw the Titans team struggle with that. Will this Rams team, if, if they have the similar weather, will this Rams team fall into that same trap where their footwork is sloppy and Green right. Bay just looks like it's a sunny day out there? So that could be that could be an X factor that we have to watch this weekend. Yeah, and, and not to mention, is golf gonna so so he had to play last week a week out of surgery, and now mm-hmm. you go into a a a atmosphere and environment, thirty five foot high, twenty two foot low. When your hands are cold, Whew. it makes it even harder to grip the football. So that's that could be a factor in this football game. And and if you saw him throw, he he had, he struggled at times throwing the ball deep, uh, even the short routes. Uh, you know, he made a couple of good throws that he had to make. You know, he was able to make some uh, to win the game. But the defense and the running game is actually what dominated that game. And, mm-hmm. and and beat the Seahawks. And so can the Packers come out after a bye week? You know, so they had a bye week. They might be a little rusty. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, of course, he's playing at the MVP level. And, and can they move the ball on that Rams defense? Like you said, they got two game changers that can wreak havoc on that side of the ball. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh you if you I feel like the if I'm Green Bay and LaFleur, um he he wants to run the ball. Um I think the one thing you've seen is Aaron Rodgers has kind of bought into his system now, second mm-hmm. year in there. Right. Um, and, and Aaron Rodgers, believe it or not, has become a better passer as a play-action passer. Can you um, believe so, you saying that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when you talk about Aaron Rodgers, right. and he's become better right. yeah. um, at play-action. So I feel like you will really see them. Uh, again, I'm not uh, – now, Green Bay's dealing with an injury. Is it their left tackle? Uh-huh. Right tackle, one of them went out, went out for the season uh, with ACL. Um, so, I mean, that again, that, that might counter each other between if Donald's not at 100%. Um, but but Donald's got to play because he improves the rest of the linemen around him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if he's just out on the field, they can give you 75%. They're going to have to, you know, they got to have to game plan for that. So um, I really think that you'll see a lot of the, the runs come down this game. Um, I, I think they'll take some shots. Now, one thing about Aaron Rodgers, he does a good job spreading the ball around the field, unlike um, I think unlike Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that he that might help counter the Jalen effect. Um, and do you do you start getting Jalen Ramsey frustrated to where they try to switch up their defense um, because right. he might not get a lot of action? So and that's one thing I say about these Rams DBs, man. They they play tough on the ball um, they and they rally they rally to the ball. So this game's going to come down to, to who can run it better. And I feel like it's going to come down to of course the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get. Um, 
Seattle, not Seattle. I'm sorry. The Rams are going to have to force some turnovers, mm-hmm. um, and I think you, can, I think they can do that. And and if they can rattle uh, Aaron Rodgers, this game can be probably closer than most people are thinking. Right. So yeah, to your point though, that Jared uh, Veldeer, uh, offensive tackle, he's placed on the COVID list. That's the guy. COVID one COVID, one COVID okay. player, but you but you're right though, David Bakarari, uh, the best tackle that they had. It was placed on injury reserve a few weeks ago, uh, and then they had another guard, Simon Stepanke. Uh, is on injury reserve with a knee, and so like you the said, the guy on the COVID list, he was gonna set history for being the <laughs> that's first. Right. That's he was right. Because he played, I forgot who he played. Played with the Colts. The Colts. Yeah, they the called Colts him up on the practice week. squad. That's yeah. right. That's exactly so he's the first, right. So he don't even get to set that history because he had <laughs> in there that COVID. Okay. <laughs> COVID. Got put on the COVID list. But I like your points. I like your keys uh, to the game. Uh, you know, and, and the Packers they can get out to the quarterback too. They had one of the top five rushes in Zadarius Smith. And so, and they got a good man cover corner in yes. Zion Alexander. And so they oh, can, yes. they can lock. So, you know, the thing though about the Rams is they don't have an, an, an what I would call an elite receiver. They don't have there a Devontae Adams. They don't have oh. a DK Metcalf. Their guys work out of their system. You know, Cooper mm-hmm. Cup, Robert Woods, those guys work within that system. And then you got Higby a tight end along with Akers and, uh, and Malcolm Brown running the football. And so I, I like that though. So for, the, for me, the Packers got to get out to a quick start. Knock oh, yes. the rust off. You know, their defense is, is is tough to move the ball on. But, like again, they have one of the best offenses in the NFL. Run Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, you saw what he did uh, mm-hmm. against the Titans, notably 250-pound running back, able to go between the tackles and, and smash him off the football. And, you know, and keep Aaron Rodgers as clean as possible in that pocket to slow down that pass rush. Again, the Rams, number two in sacks, uh, Aaron Donald had 13 and a half. He had two against Seattle. They had five total against Russell Wilson. And Leonard Floyd, a quiet as kept, is having a, a good uh, career rebounding season oh, for yes. the Rams. And, uh, of course, uh, Deontay Adams is uh, – uh, Devontae Adams, excuse me, is the is number one receiver for Rodgers. The next person after that has only got 690 yards, and that's Valdez <laughs> Scantlin. And so somebody else is going to step up, Bar. Here, here's my here's my wild card for the game. Okay. X Factor is Robert Tanyan, the tight end. He tight can end. have a huge game because of the fact that the, the Rams play so good on the edges and they in the cover corners, uh, you know, shut down receivers. And so you don't look to see like Tanyan that. have a big game. Yeah, I like that. Uh, coming out. And so, and then again, for the Packers, they can't get caught up in all that eye candy that the Rams like to do, like do a lot of motion, a lot of moving yes. people around, you know, showing this and running something else. And so, uh, you know, they've got to be disciplined. For the Rams, you know, how healthy is golf? We already talked about being in that weather with that uh, with that uh, broken thumb, locking down the Packers passing game with uh, Jalen Ramsey. Running the ball, of course, is going to be the key for them as well. And then uh, mix up that play action along with uh, uh, with all that motion they do and win on third down. Who wins this game, Mr. J. Luke? So I'm first this week, first up. Um, I like the pack. I'm okay. not going to lie. I, I okay. think the um, – I'm not I, the the Rams victory last week wasn't as shocking. I mean, it was. We both had mentioned just not not knowing the health of the quarterback, but I thought they I thought they matched up better when you play a divisional team for the third time twice in over almost two weeks. Right. Um, I think they matched up better. Um, just with the familiarity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you give you give the Packers a, a week off uh, to to get refreshed. Um, and not playing. I think they might now. The, the one thing the Rams will need to do is if they can start fast. So you might, you know, ex- you, if you expect the Packers to come out and be a little sloppy just from a little rust from a week off, right? Um, they might. But see, the, the difference between, I think, this bye week that the Packers had is, you, if you go back and remember, they played a full game week 17 because they That's had true. to play for, for, week, for, this, for this bye week. So mm-hmm. um, I like the Pack in this game 
31 20. 31 20 pack. Yes, sir. I like 31 20 okay. pack. Good, good pick. Good pick. Not so fast, my friend. I had to steal that one. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here again, me, I'm a defensive guy. Defense yes, wins sir. championships. I think the Rams have enough to slow down the Packers and, mm-hmm. and limit, uh, you know, Devontae Adams from making a big plays. The thing is, though, do they have enough linebacker uh, quality to cover Tunyon? That, that, can be a wild, that, that can be a wild card. That right there. And can they stop the running game? You know, the Rams are a dynamic on defense. We've talked about Oh, yes. Uh, I'm going Rams 24-21. In the oh, upset. upset. Upset alert. 24-21. In okay. The you got a close one. Woo. <laughs> 24-21. We, see, we, we, already, we already going against each other already. I like it. <laughs> already going against each other. Our second matchup in the NFC, man, this is the third of the trilogy but the Saints winning the first two Saints versus the Bucks, two versus five in the Superdome on the turf. The Saints, uh, you know, first game they won 30, uh, 34 to 23 at home. But then they went to Tampa Bay and beat the Bucks, the the Bucks 38 to three, where they really made. You know, I think me and you even questioned Tom Brady after that game about his arm strength and how yes. he was looking. And, uh, of course, now he's playing at a better level. But, you know, the Saints went two straight. Uh, a division rival game, it's hard to beat a team three straight times. It is. <laughs> it is hard to beat a team three straight times. However, however, anybody can do it. It's the Saints. Now, I expect, it, and, and if you remember the first game of the first the first of the year, mm-hmm. um, it was close at first, and then I think they ended up winning by a couple of touchdowns in that mm-hmm. one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then just the, the thrashing that they, they got them on. I, um, the Saints... The one thing that they got going for them is that they can pressure Brady with four. That's right. And put seven in coverage. Yep. And I, I just I think that that's I, well I'll get to my prediction later on, but I think that's part of the game plan because uh, we've all we've we've mentioned it all year long that Bruce Arians is just stubborn with the offense. Mm-hmm. So when you think about some of these, these teams that have beat Brady this year and beat the Bucs, this mm-hmm. really handled them. They've only pressured with four, not bringing a blitz. And right. when you put seven back there and, you know, to clog up those passing lanes and the rush is getting after Brady and he starts seeing Casper, mm-hmm. he, he, he gets happy feet and throw it all over the place. So I don't, the the chance I give the Bucks is if they if they do something that I just don't think they can do, and that's come out and they change the entire game plan, and Ooh. I do, and I and I say come out and the Saints can be ran on. Yes. If they come out and establish the run, and I mean establish the run, I think you catch the Saints off guard. But I mean, it's just I, again, I'm I'm with you. It's hard to beat a team three times, um, especially a division rival. But they just I, this is just not a favorable matchup. For the for the Bucks, in my opinion, no, I I agree with you. Uh, it's going to be tough. You know, the Saints they 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 struggle with the Bears somewhat. Uh, pulled away late in that game. If and me and you talked about this, if the Bears had any kind of offense, that game probably went went, went the other way. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and you know, you, you saw Kamara getting the carries that we, me and you talked about. He should get twenty three for ninety nine mm-hmm. uh, after being out with COVID. And you know, Sean Payton finds another weapon, Deontay Harris. That uh, yes, they had the guy all over the field making a lot of plays. And so mm-hmm. uh, the first meeting, so both meetings combined, I'll say it this way: Brady was sacked six times and threw five picks. And so the defense can get after Brady, like you said. Uh, it's hard to to beat a team three times. Uh, 
you know, but they got to protect Brady in in the you pocket. Said he, you said he threw five picks. He threw five picks. Yeah, and, and I'm curious because you know six sacks in two games don't sound like out of three a game. Yeah. But I, the the other the underlying stat that would be what was the pressures and hurries? Right. That's, exactly. That's what contributes to the picks, and it goes back to what I was just saying. If they can, because this should be the Saints. They're only good on their strength on defense is at front seven. That front they're, seven. Their DBs, their DBs, trash. Can, they're <laughs> trash. Right. Right. Trash. Right. So I mean, if if they can, if they can, they want to pressure Brady with four mm-hmm. and put seven or eight back there to uh, you know clog up them passing lanes. And again, we've only seen this this passing offense be a vertical offense, just going straight down the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it. They don't really have that typical slot receiver. Um, I guess Antonio Brown's trying to fill it on Gronk, but um, I think they just match up well when Brady's f- feeling that pressure. Now, again, wild card would be you saw uh, Mike Evans did play this past. He did week. play surprisingly. Played well. Um, <laughs> so if, if he can come out and do that again, just so that they can have their their whole uh, weaponry, um, mm-hmm. I, I like it. But I just I don't know if they're going to have to find a way to make the, the 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 Bucks have to make the Saints want to blitz. Yes. If they don't have to blitz and I could just get you with four, it could be another long day for, for TB12. It could because, you know, it makes him hold the ball because he has to wait now to get yes. open because basically you got, you know, you got what, four receivers at the most going against a uh, back seven because yes. you're, you're dropping linebackers and and your uh, DBs. And so you got seven mm-hmm. guys covering four. You know, the odds are seven is more than seven four, is more and, than four. To, and it's going right. to work, you know. Yes. And so uh, uh, I, but I, I, I like your I like your theory there. I do think uh, the Saints are going to have to run the ball, Kamara, like we've been talking about week after week after week. Yes. Kamara's going to have to get the touches, man. He's going to have to, you know, 23 touches against the Bears was great. Uh, and But to go along with your point about the secondary for the Saints, you saw, and I, I got to keep bringing it up, Trubisky hit guys that were wide open. Wide open. One particular in the end zone, he drops the ball. He just dropped the ball. So yeah. Again, <laughs> if their offense was any better, I believe you saw upset because the defense for the Bears was tough. They gave him problems. And uh, and the Bucks having the number one rush defense can stop Kamara, you know, yes. from, from running all over the field. So uh, here's how I see it, uh, Mr. Lou. Uh, the Bucks have to protect Brady. We talked about that. They have to run the ball, be able to run the ball. And, you know, Saints are number four against the rush, Fournette and Jones. And they eliminate the turnovers that they had in the first two meetings and, and force the, the Saints to go elsewhere to Kamara and Mike Thomas. And so, uh, and, and for the Saints, of course, they got to be able to run the ball, Kamara. And, mm-hmm. you know, good luck with that against that tough Buccaneers defense. Get the ball out of Breeze's hands quickly. He's only sacked twice in the previous two meetings. And so uh, and get out the break. Don't let him sit in that pocket. He does not like to get those happy feet, like you said, those Casper, yeah. Casper. Casper feet. <laughs> and don't allow the big shots down the field. Make them work down the field and go, you know, you know, work dink and dunk. I mean, even though Braid is comfortable with that, you got to make him do that and, and, and hoping that he makes a mistake along the way. And that's why I say I think the Bucks have to establish the run game. If you go, if you think back to that Bears game, mm-hmm. there was a hint of threat of run from the Bears. Right. I think you saw that, you know, the, the Saints had to respect that and play action was big. Play action is not going to work for the Bucks because you, you don't scare me with your running. Right. So until they establish the run to where play action is open for Brady, for some of them pop shots, um, because right now, I mean, you, you can play action and they're not biting it. You try to go deep and the, the, the DB never came off their man. So right. if they can establish the run game because it's something that they're just people are not using them doing. If they can establish it even early to where I got to then respect the run, I think that then opens up the field for some of those deep shots. That's exactly right. And so who wins? Is, is my pick first? Your pick first it is. Uh, all right. It's your pick. So 
to go along with what you were saying, I think it's hard to beat a team three times. Yes, sir. And so I'm going Tampa Bay this time on the road oh. with the upset because you got to remember, where's the Super Bowl at? The Super Bowl Tampa is in Bay. Tampa Bay. And right. how would they have a Super Bowl without Tom Brady <laughs> and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl? So I'm going to go Tampa Bay 28, Saints 24 in a close one down the stretch. I like that score. Um, I like that score. I, I am going to take the same score, switch the teams. Oh, I'm gonna go Saints, Saints 28, 28, Tampa 24. All I right. think I just think that I and this is this is my prediction. Uh-huh. I think it's gonna get down to the end where the the Bucks are needing a drive put together, mm-hmm. and TB12's happy feet will throw a turnover. Ooh. Um, and, it, and it's a walk off that way on the field. Ooh. But I, I'm with you. Three times is hard. Um, we've seen. Uh, I mean, we saw it with the Ram. I mean, this is be the this will be the third game of the playoffs already. It's been a three. Now this is the only one that if the Saints win, it would have been a sweet three and zero. Oh, the rest uh-huh. two and one. Um, so I, I just think the familiar. I I, I want to see. The first quarter, what Tampa Bay comes out and does differently than the previous two. Because again, mm-hmm. this this team, from on a matchup standpoint, I can get after Brady with just four, and right. I think that's what gives him a struggle. But I like that score. I go twenty eight twenty four Saints. Twenty eight twenty four Saints. And so that wraps up the NFC matchups, man. A very good weekend coming up. You got some Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the uh, battle of the oh, Bucks yeah. and the Saints. You got some. Uh, you got two of the best at their position, Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey, in the first matchup. And by the way, that game is at three twenty-five in Green Bay, so it's going to be a little. Could the sun's going to be going down, so the conditions are just going to worsen as the game yes. goes along. And so, <laughs> yes. good luck up there, L.A. Rams, uh, being in Los Angeles in that warm weather. Whew. And uh, you know it's going to be a tough game. And, and that, that game's on Saturday, as you mentioned, and in Tampa Bay and, and uh, uh, New Orleans, that game's on Sunday. At uh, six forty p.m. Eastern. So that's we prime that's time one. Prime time as prime we go time. over to our uh, AFC matchups. You got KC coming off a bye against the upstart Cleveland Browns at number six seed. How do you see this, Mister J. Lou? But let me say this before before you go. So technically, KC's been on a bye week for at least two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. <laughs> They've been on a bye for two weeks. Right. So, so <laughs> it I will could say be critical. This. It could, could be, be critical. critical. I don't like the way they were playing before they went on the bye. Uh-huh. Um, but again, I'm going to use our my NBA analogy. I feel like they're the the you know the Warriors of a couple of years ago, where <laughs> you just get out there, you get bored, and then you turn on when you got to win. Yeah. Um, uh, Big Red Andy Reid is phenomenal coming off bye weeks. Uh-huh. Um, so now he didn't know who he was playing until late Sunday, but I'm sure they kind of game plan for both. Mm-hmm. But I, I just. I really think that you know they, and I really feel like Kansas City. It's it's on a on a on a mission um, to repeat, um, and I think that Cleveland's just going to be a speed bump in the way. And that's no disrespect to Cleveland, but I think again, if I if I'm using that Golden State analogy, they they was just trying to get. It's like the NBA when in April, the last week of April, you know, the playoffs about to start, and they just out there playing around and just like let me get to the finish line. They got to the finish line getting through week 17, um, and now it's time to to ramp it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just think Billion Dollar Pat and, and company will come out, and um, I think they're going to be too much for the Browns. Now, I, I do think the Browns um, 
the rallying cry last week was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody was counting them out, giving their COVID. Now, again, we have seen <laughs> right. these teams went through these COVID spells throughout the year, had a nice little run streak for a couple they weeks. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> for a couple weeks. Amazing. So, yes. yes. Amazing. So the Browns are still in their window mm -hmm. to have their run. But I just, I think this is going to come down to just rest. I, I really think that um, Kansas City has done it well. It's two years in a row that. Uh, well, no, last year they didn't take a week by 17 because they actually wanted to jump up. Mm -hmm. But uh, they, he does a good job just playing playing his team well off these bye weeks. So I think that could be that could be the, the game changer in this game. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. The thing is, though, can Andy Reid stay out of his own way, let Eric B. Enemy call the game, you know, make the right coaching decisions? Uh, and I agree. They, they need to come out and get off to a fast start. Uh, the Browns, it's a, it's a tough thing to do to go on the road to win yes. all your playoff games. Yes. Not to mention they've dealt with COVID. They've had a lot of things they've had to deal with in the last few weeks, and plus they're going on the road. Tough environment to play in Kansas City. I'm sure they'll have a, a few of their fans there. They've had some uh, during the mm -hmm. season. Uh, you know, the weather outlook is going to be cold. We know that Cleveland plays in cold weather, so that shouldn't be too much of a factor. Uh, the offense for the Browns is explosive. You saw 28 points in the oh, first man. quarter against the Steelers. And uh, ended up, you know, the game was the score was closer than what the game was, but it, it yes. wasn't that close. Uh, they have to run the football on Kansas City. Kansas City, uh, you know, they have the number one offensive lead. They can't get in a shootout. We've talked about that. They cannot match point for point with Kansas City. I just don't think they can hang in the game in that type of game anyway. They have to slow it down, grind the clock, let Chubb and Hunt eat, and uh, and hopefully, you know, not make not make turnovers that'll get them in trouble and keep them close in the game down the stretch. See, and, that, and, that, and that's that's something you just hit on. It's something that was key in that last week's game. The score ended up being closer because, to me, they didn't run the ball enough. Right. Um, they wanted to try to start passing it. I mean, that's just stopping the clock. And when the team's trying to catch up, you that's giving them free timeouts. Right. Um, I'm with you. Um, if, if, if Kansas City jumps out 10 or 14, nothing, this game's over. Mm -hmm. And I say that because I feel like the Browns will then try to turn it into a shootout. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that you, you don't stand a, a fighting chance mm -hmm. um, with that. So they're really going to have to lean on uh, both of those backs. And they got two game changer backs uh, with Kareem Hunt and, and Chubb. Mm -hmm. um, I really think you just pound because Kansas City can be run on. I mean, we mm -hmm. we saw we talked about Kansas City's defense last year and how they mm -hmm. started picking it up near the end of the season. Right. They kind of been consistent this year and just been, you know, middle of the pack. Mm -hmm. Um, so they can be run on, um, and and that's what you're going to have to do. And you think, and you just look at the the last few teams that Kansas City played, uh, not not counting Week 17, mm -hmm. but a lot of those teams was able to take possessions away by slowing down the game mm -hmm. and controlling the clock. So if right. Cleveland can do that, Cleveland has now the one thing Cleveland has, they have the defense that can pressure Mahomes with literally just the four. Yes. Um, and, and they're kind of solid on the back end of their defense as well. Um, so from a defensive matchup, they, they, they can they can hang in there. Um, they, can you hang in there enough to where you can do like you did last week and create turnovers? Mm -hmm. um, and if you can create – if you can have Patrick Mahomes, because uh, we know he's going to extend every play um, mm -hmm. to the very mm -hmm. end, right. if you can do that and force some turnovers, you really give your yourself a, a chance. Yeah, and uh... – you know, uh, Denzel Ward, one of the cornerbacks for the Browns. You know, he's he's, he's probably back, the best he? guy. He's is he uh, back? Is he yeah, he's back. He, okay, that's what I thought. he's back. They got him listed on the depth chart uh, right now, and so uh, you know, he, if he's back, it's good because you know, Quiet <laughs> has kept their secondary did struggle somewhat against the Steelers again for the second week in a row. 
And, you know, I, I look at that. And I'm like, man, that's that's going to be tough. You got the Cheetah. You got Harmon. You got Watkins. You got Kelsey. You man. got guys out there that can't. I mean, pick Ooh. your poison. Who do you stop? And then if you if you stop that, you think, if you if you slow it down, then you got uh, Le'Veon Bell. And you got Edwards. was Hilaire probably going to play. He practiced this week for the first time since being hurt in week 15. Yes. So, you know, he's been off for you know, three, four weeks. Three, four and weeks. so he's, he's probably healthy. Uh, because, like you said, the Chiefs didn't play week 17. They had a bye week. So everybody's going to come in fresh. The thing is, you worry about them, like you said, is rust. Yeah. And so if the Browns can control the pace of the game, they can keep the mm-hmm. offense off the field for the Chiefs, I think they have a good chance to win the game. They have to keep their composure. Of course, KC start fast, stop the run, put the game on Baker Mayfield. Because like you said, and I totally agree with you, if KC jumps out quick 14 nothing. <laughs> 10 nothing, 14 nothing, 17 nothing, whatever you whatever the case may be. It's a wrap. You're gonna, gonna right because you got a first year head coach, you got yes. a young team, first time being in the playoffs in 18 years. We talked about it. A team mm-hmm. that doesn't, I'm not gonna say they don't know how to win, but they haven't been in a position to win a whole lot of games uh, in the right. last few seasons. And so they get put in this pressure pack situation. I think they press a little bit too much and, mm-hmm. and the game could get out of hand. Uh, and, and expect to see some new wrinkles by Eric Bieniemy. He always got some new plays. Oh, he got show. something. <laughs> I mean, there's something they're going to show. You know, don't be – I'm telling you, uh, uh, Mr. Lou, I'm telling you, don't be surprised if you don't see that little uh, motion like they did for uh, 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 Smith. I mean, I'm sorry, the receiver for Alabama. Against oh, yes. State where they was running that yes. little zing motion. To yes. The, like he was on the reverse and bring it back. Don't be surprised if you don't see that with Tyreek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> on the game this weekend. Ooh. Who wins this game, Mr. Lou? <laughs> so I, I I like I like Cleveland. Um is I like I like their team and and you know the rallying cry. And I think that's again we talked about it week 17. You know, did they not have the emotional letdown and and knock big brother off knocking out Pittsburgh? But I, I think now you just you just run into the, the beast. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I really think that this game is a I, I got Kansas City 41 Browns 24. 4124 yeah, I think I think I think I think we see a game that's close midway before you get to halftime and then I think you see Kansas City going one of these Golden State runs where they put up like 21 straight <laughs> right. and you look up and it's a blowout but that's I like so it 4124 <laughs> you know that's actually that's actually almost what I had too I have I have Kansas City 38 but the Browns 24 okay and, and I and I agree with you man it's one of those you know, just because Kansas City has been off for the last couple of weeks is one of those, you know, it's probably halftime is probably going to be like, you know, 20 to 14, 20 yes. to 17. <laughs> and then second half, by the time midway through third quarter, it's going to be like 35 to, to 17, 14, yes. whatever it might be. And like you said before, you know, man, you look up and they down three touchdowns. Like, man, what happened? What happened? I, I agree with you, man. I think it rolls like that. It is the second game. Uh, on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, yes, that is. Correct. I'm sorry, it's the no, first game on first Sunday. game on Sunday. Yeah, first, first game, game on Sunday. Sunday, and so we'll get to see that one and live and in action. And so both of us picking KC in that matchup. So the second game in the AFC, man, you got to like this one. This is going to be a tremendous uh-huh. matchup. You yes. have the number two Bills playing the number five Ravens, two of the hottest teams in the playoffs right now. Uh, yes. Somebody's got to lose. They both come in riding high. Uh, number two offense with the Bills, number seven defense with the Ravens. And we talked about it some last week that the Ravens were getting healthier on defense. And you mm-hmm. saw them put together a classic against the Titans this past weekend. Oh, yeah, man. The, the Ravens are the Ravens of old. They starting to get – when you get healthy and you playing well, you get cocky. And you yeah. just feel good when you're playing that way. That's right. And, you, and you're and you starting to see that from the Ravens. Um, they could go on the road – 
And they can they have the formula to win anywhere, like we've been saying. They got good defensive play because again, their defense is getting healthy, and they can run the ball not yes. only with with the running back, but with the quarterback. Um, right. And so <laughs> you have to you have to play smart defense. The Bills are going to have to play smart, contain. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titans had a, a decent game plan in the beginning to try to they keep. Did. Lamar running horizontal, mm-hmm. um, but then he just had a few where they just did not have contain. I'm not going to even say they didn't have contain. They took bad angles. Bad angles, um, and, and, that, and, that, and that's what you're going to have to. That's what you got to do against Lamar. If you either control contain mm-hmm. or you just could take the right angle, use the sideline as your friend. Because if mm-hmm. if he comes back in field, uh, I was at the game Sunday. He's fast in person. <laughs> it doesn't I know justice. Man, it doesn't imagine. know justice. So I think if the Bills can come out, I, now the, the Bills, the one thing that I will say, if, if the Ravens have a, a semi-weakness on defense, it's the fact that they like to blitz 40% of the time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all, all so, the time. <laughs> all the time they're blitzing. Yeah. So – how does how does um um my quarterback Josh Allen Josh Allen yeah. how does Josh Allen how do they maintain that because I feel like Buffalo is going to come out and want to throw the ball mm-hmm. as part of their offense I mean they can run it a little bit but they like to throw that ball and if if they can spread it around I think the key to the matchup this week will be digs on Humphreys yes um I'm not because I, I don't feel like they put him on um um on, uh, Peters, on Peters uh-huh. uh, but I think I think Humphreys will match him up and if that's the case I like Buffalo's chances because Diggs can get him yeah hum- Humphreys as quiet as kept to me is not he's not Peters Peters will get you beat because Peters takes more chances but I just think something about Humphreys uh, a dominant receiver can dominate him, um, and there and Josh Allen's going to have to take advantage of the one-on-one opportunities he's going to see this weekend. Definitely, definitely, and to to your point about Marlon Humphreys, you know he struggled AJ Brown uh, against the Titans, and, and you know <laughs> second-year receiver and Diggs is you know he's got a little bit more experience yes. and, and a, a legit receiver in route running. And he struggled with A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, if he'd have got the ball more, he would have had a bigger game. But anyway, that was that game. But like, I agree with you. Uh, you know, the Ravens love to blitz. And here's the, here's the concern I have for Buffalo, uh, Mr. Lou, is Josh Allen was their leading rusher against the Colts. Uh, you know, exactly. And, uh, and, you know, that that's not going to work this game. You know the Ravens are not going to let that happen. Uh, they did a, a outstanding job balling up Derrick Henry last weekend, mm-hmm. and I don't see that working for Josh Allen. I'm not saying that he won't get out of the pocket and get some yards. I just don't see I don't see a winning formula for him being the leading rusher. Now, Zach Moss got hurt. He's on the hour with an ankle injury. So uh, you still got uh, Devin Singletary. Singletary. You got uh, – uh, 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 the kid from uh, Alabama, the young man from Alabama, I'll get his name in just a minute. But, you know, uh, you have to be able to run the football on the Ravens so they won't jump on that pass game. Now, the Ravens, on the other hand, they struggle in man coverage. And you saw that last week against the Titans. Was the Titans, they can score points. But, you know, and, and Tannehill and Josh Allen, you know, you can debate whether or not who's better or they're equal or whatnot. But, you know, Diggs, Beasley, those guys have an opportunity to get open if – the Ravens stay man coverage, which they love to do, but they also can play zone and blitz out of it as well. So, and, and that's that's going to be the the one difference that I would think this game is that Buffalo, <clears throat> the, the 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 game last week for the Ravens played right into their defensive hand because they knew that they were playing a team that was going to probably be hard headed and continue to try to establish the run. Mm-hmm. Buffalo wants to establish the pass, so I I feel like 
you know, that man to man, when you're going to see man to man almost 80% of the game because of how they like to blitz, mm-hmm. that that might play in the Buffalo's hand a little bit where they're, again, they're not a very strong run team. Um, I do think that you will see, I don't, I'm with you, I don't think Josh Allen will lead them in rushing, but I think you'll see some some zone reads, some some stuff like that to just yes. make him honor his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he really takes advantage. Um, I, I personally think this is a game where you see, you always want, and we talked about it in the Green Bay game. You got some of these alpha receivers going mm-hmm. against some some alpha DBs. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the game where I think the alpha receiver is better than the DB. So this is a game where I feel like Diggs needs twenty targets and he might have sixteen catches um, because <laughs> because of what he's going to see and because of what the Ravens like to do on defense. And I also think that the the tight end can be a factor in this game for Buffalo because the Ravens is quite as kept. Coverage-wise, their linebackers are not that great um, in coverage to me. Yeah, and they got, you know, Dawson Knox. He's a pretty good tight end yes, in, in yes. NFL. He can move, can run, and catch the ball. Uh, another receiver is going to be important is Gabriel Davis. He's been playing mm-hmm. opposite of Stephon Diggs, and, and he, he can catch the ball. He can get over and and, and get some yak as well. Uh, you know, it's going to come down to can the Ravens run the football the Bills? I think so. The Bills yes. are not that strong uh, against the run. You know, don't put the don't put the game in Lamar's hands, man. You don't want him throwing the ball 25 to 30 times. You know, he no. only threw it 24 times against the Titans, which was perfect because they was able to run the ball with over 200 yards rushing. And so that's what you want, man. And and like you said, Blitz, they're going to play a lot of man coverage. They need to mix it in with some zone because they got, you know, like as, as we said, you know, uh, Marlon Humphreys was getting toasted over that. They didn't try <laughs> – they didn't try Marcus Peters that much. I don't. I don't understand why. But in, until the end. Until the end, <laughs> and you know that was without Corey Davis. But yeah, you know, that's, that's a whole other story. But still, you know, to me, you know, out of the two, uh, uh, Peters is more the zone guy. Humphreys yes. is more the man guy. If you want to say yes. that, even though he struggled. But again, like you said, Peters takes more of a chance. He can beat you, and he can get you beat. Uh, you know, get the ball out of the hands quick of Lamar. You like what they did in the second half against the Titans. They changed it up, start dinking and duck, dunking in the flats, got Lamar in the rhythm. And then after the defense start rolling up the coverage, they start going down the field. Down field. And, you know, at that point, it's over when he's able to do that because he's in the rhythm. You know, the Bills, they got to protect Josh Allen. They got to get the ball out quick as well because the Ravens like the blitz, like you mentioned. Get to the playmakers early. Like you said, Diggs is going to have to have about 15 catches. He's got to have about 15 catches, man. Yeah, and then find a run game that doesn't involve (laughs) your quarterback so much. And so, you know, a tough game is it's gonna be (sighs) battle of wheels, but who wins, Mr. J. Luke? This is your it's your turn to pick this time. (laughs) It is my turn to pick. Um, so you know, I've been on the Buffalo Bills wagon for uh oh for a while. Yeah, Josh Allen's your MVP, right? Josh Allen's my MVP. Been on it for a while. Um, however, Uh (laughs) however, I I just think that the Ravens. So I look at it this way. Sometimes, and this is gonna sound crazy, but sometimes being the road team in the playoffs takes the pressure off of you. So let's think back a year ago. Baltimore was the number one seed. Riding high, thinking they're supposed to win it all, get to this round right here, divisional round, get popped in the mouth. This year, they they come back, struggle to get into the playoffs because they uh-huh. had COVID took took the team out, was right. struggling, got healthy in the end of the season, and they're making a run. Mm-hmm. And if I think back, I think about the Titans from last year, mm-hmm. uh, and most of your wild card teams usually get on that run. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they're 
they're in a whole different mindset. If you think about it, they've been playing playoff football since week 14, maybe. Right. Because they were, if you remember, they were not in the playoffs. That's right. That's right. Like they were in there. So I really think that that train keeps moving. Um, because again, I think that all the pressure for this game is on Buffalo because they're the two seed and they're just riding high. First game, first home game they had since 95 last year, still riding high. But I think Baltimore. I think mentally Baltimore doesn't have that mental stress of being the number one seed, uh, mm-hmm. how it weighed them down last year, mm-hmm. and that they're just playing, playing freely. So I like the Baltimore Ravens um, 30 – I'll go Baltimore Ravens 31, um, the Buffalo Bills 27. Ooh, I got a high, I got a high scoring game. I think you do. I think it starts off slow, and I think somehow between the middle of the third quarter and fourth quarter, <clears throat> thirty points combined scored near that end. I like that. That's that's a good pick. Uh, yeah. And then you got to score thirty one twenty seven. So here's how look I'm looking at it, Mr. J. Lou. And just and here, here's how you know what which type of football we like. You're the offensive guy. You know, we get on the, we get on the Madden. You know, Mr. Yes. Lou is the guy that throws the ball 100 times a game. I'm the guy that runs the ball, makes it grind, yes. and plays defense, blitzes all the time. So I'm going to go with my true identity. I'm going to go with the Ravens because the Ravens can run the football. Yes, sir. They can play defense. And what's, that's the mantra we talked about all season long. When it gets to the playoffs, you got to be able to run the football. You got to be able to play defense. The only caveat to that is – you know, the weather is going to be potential snow up there. It's going to be cold. Can Lamar Jackson go on the road and win another game? It's hard to go on the road and win several games through the playoffs and make it to the Super Bowl. We see it every year. The home team mm-hmm. just has that advantage because it's a lot of wear and tear on the road team. But if Lamar can limit his turnovers that, you know, he had one pick last week, a badly a bad throw ball, yes. uh, but he was determined. He came back. He shook it off. It was 17 out of 24. Uh, for 179 yards and went over 100 yards rushing. If he can bring out the mad numbers like that, I, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going to pick the Ravens 23 to 14. They're going to really? shut down Buffalo because Buffalo's not going to be able to run the ball. Josh Allen's going to have a problem with that pressure because mm-hmm. when you can't run the ball, when you're only one dimensional offense, and you know, they might you might see some bracket coverage on Diggs because they know they want to uh-huh. that he wants to go to them. I just think that the Ravens are gonna pull it out and, and you'll see them on the road probably going to Kansas City in another matchup between those two teams. I, I totally week. agree. I think that's that's our AFC championship. I think you get it to the Ravens and Chiefs. Um and I like I like that. I like that one. I, I um I'll be shocked if they can slow them down, but I, I like I can understand again. I understand it because it comes down to the run game. Um, and Buffalo just doesn't have one. So um, if they can if they can establish that somehow, um, they might can get it. But I can definitely see that 23-14 score as well, where Baltimore just if, – if the score is that – if that's the score, if it's in that range, mm-hmm. then Baltimore probably has 200 to 220 as a team right. rushing. That's and right. they probably had about 34 minutes of, of time for possession. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right, man. And so that, that's our take on the playoffs – the NFC and the AFC got our picks in. So and we'll review them real quick. Bar goes with the uh he goes with the pack 31 to 20. I go Rams 24-21. We both agree uh on the uh oh no, we didn't. We didn't agree on the on that one, did we? No. Uh-uh. Uh uh you go Saints 30 uh 28-24. You reversed the teams. That's what it was. Yeah. I went Tampa 28-24. And then uh, uh we both said that Kansas City will beat the Browns. Uh similar scores, 38-24. Me, you 41-24. And then uh, we both go Ravens in the last game of the of the the review, and so that's our show for this week, man. But before we go, we got to get our game changers in. 
Got to get it in. That's right. Yes, who sir. I thought they were. The yes, game changer. The, the super wild card weekend. Uh, I think it's my turn to go first this week, yes, uh, Mr. J. Lewis. So here's, here's my guy, man. Here's my guy. I got to give a shout out to Lamar Jackson, man, yes, uh, for the game that he had. 17 to 24. I kind of already mentioned it. 179 yards passing. Uh, 16 rushes for 136 yards and a touchdown. He had those Madden video game numbers. He gets his first playoff victory of his young career, gets that narrative change, get that monkey off his back because he was 0-2 against the Chargers and the Titans. He's playing uh, with a mission. He's focused. He's determined. And he's my game changer for Super Wild Card Weekend, Lamar Jackson. That's fantastic. Uh, Lamar, again, like I said, being there, seeing it. Video game Lamar in person, man, it was he, he's on a mission, and again, I think I, I just I, I really feel like this team relieving some of that pressure, not being a number one seed. I, mm-hmm. I think back to a couple of years ago where Mahomes lost in the playoffs and then came back, uh, and you you would hope that Lamar's on a similar path. Right. Uh, my game changer, game changers. Uh-oh. I got I got to go two. Okay. Same division as your Baltimore Ravens. Okay. And I'm gonna go with one Alex Van Pelt. And one Mike Prepper. And Uh-oh. you might say, who are those gentlemen? <laughs> right. Those were, well, Mr. Van Pelt is the offensive coordinator for the Browns. Yes. And Mike Prepper is the special teams coordinator who served as the acting head coach. <laughs> if you would have told me, if you would have told anybody that <laughs> that game would start off 28 nothing with a home coach, with their head coach being stuck in his basement at home, I would have called you crazy. Um, so I give it to those two gentlemen. For a collaboration effort, so that was uh, Alex Van Pelt. That was his first time calling the plays. Man, uh, to give them, give them gentlemen credit for how they just motivated to in a playoff game. If right. you lose, you don't have another game. That's right. Uh, and you had every excuse built in to not go in there and win the game, but for them to rally the team together and really go put a, they out coached. A Super Bowl champion coach. I did, and it ain't it ain't many times they took down Ben, who's a Super Bowl champion. Ain't many times you see that. So those are my game changers for the week. That that coaching staff, Alex Van Pelt and Mr. Piper from the Cleveland Browns. Man, I'm about to give a round of applause. That was that <laughs> yes, was, man. That was an outstanding <laughs> game changer. I mean, that that's that's way better than mine. I mean, you got to give credit, like you said, man. Who would have thought the Browns without their head coach, their play caller, was going to go in and put 28 points up? On the Steelers in the first quarter. In the first like I said, quarter. that game wasn't even close. I know it ended no. up being 48 to 37, <laughs> but that was mop up time. Yes. The game wasn't even close. Now, you know, to that point, though, it's going to be interesting to see because, like you said, we've seen Cleveland do that twice this year. They jumped out to a big lead, took their foot off the gas, and, you know, just kind of. Again, coasted on way to the end of the game, so you, you know if, against Kansas City. No, if they happen to get up like that, they better keep scoring because yeah. you know what they got. They got half a Billy Pat, half a Billy Pat throwing that rock around <laughs> to the Cheetah and Kelsey. Yes, but, sir. But that's our show for this week. Midweek heat brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. Division of playoff round this week. Check us again next week right here on the Midweek Heat. We'll be looking at the divisional games and talking about. The AFC and the NFC Conference Championship games, along with our game changers from the divisional round. It's your man, Eddie Allen, my main man, Mr. J. Lou, for the midweek heat. Brought to you by Halftime Adjustments. We are out of here. Peace.